0: Hello! Welcome to Why Not Both, the podcast all about how our multiple passions and interests shape our identity and our lives. My name is Pam Schaefer, and I am a musician and therapist in Los Angeles, and I also happen to be your host. This podcast is produced by Laura Studeris, and for this season, we've partnered up with Under the Radar magazine. If you like what you hear, You can hang out with us on social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram at WNB, the podcast. And if you really, really like what you hear, please support us on Patreon. We are under Why Not Both podcast. When you join our Patreon, you get a whole bunch of really cool behind the scenes stuff and you get to chat with us. And that's pretty awesome. Thank you so much for your support. And I hope you enjoy our interviews. For this episode, we got to hang out in the Cozy Podcast Corner with Rebecca of Self-Esteem. I hope that you enjoy our interview. Ah, I have that mic as well. I love that microphone. It's so easy to just be like, here we go. Just turn it all the way down, plug it in, and you are good. I sit in this (laughs) corner and I just go, right, podcast time. So here we go. (laughs) I love that you have a podcast corner. (laughs) I've had to. It's
1: uh, Yeah, part of... I think I'm I'm on podcast more than I am in the studio at <laughs> the moment, but that's fine. I enjoy it. Thanks for having me. Okay. I'm desperate to be. Um, yeah, it's been hard to do anything in America. So thank you. I was Nobody like- wants me.
0: <laughs> oh, I was we want
1: you. <laughs> well, I'm very glad. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. I was like, why not both wants you in the podcast corner?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was like- um, yeah
0: thank God. Sounds like a cozy corner at the very least Mm, (laughs) (laughs) So what have you been up to Like you had said, uh, I I love that You're just like, America doesn't want me I was just like, this sounds like the beginning Of like a Dickens novel
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it turns out i become president, yes Um, Yes, I've just been, it's just been crazy I've been doing it a long time And last year having an album go well Was, you know, it's so great (laughs) but it is an adjustment and um, and it's, it's so funny as soon as you get like one thing, like, cause I feel like we've done really well in, in the UK and I've been making music here for a long time and, and doing it for so long. And I'm like, is, that feels nice. And then we have meetings where they're like, Pitchfork didn't touch her. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay, cool. A new, <laughs> a new thing to be uh, worried about. Great, I love that for me. So oh. yeah, part of me is like, ugh. And part of me is like, whatever, I don't care. But I love my old band came to America a lot and I love it and we're coming again in March and I am um, I'm so excited to to come as the uh, you know as a solo artist and ah. so I do want a bit I want to I want to do a bit of America just mostly cuz I love I love coming out there
0: <laughs> We're we're an interesting bunch
1: <laughs> <laughs> I made some buddies in LA like 2010 and I still you know they're my fam. Like I, I can't wait to see them, and they, yeah. I, I it's a really important place for me,
0: actually. So yeah, I'm excited to come and give you a self-esteem show. Yes, as as an LA native, that gives me immense feelings of pride.
1: <laughs> yeah, I used to come, I used to get my own
0: plane tickets and come out and play at um,
1: the Echo and uh, uh, the smell. Yeah, oh, the band. I was really, wow. I was a real. There was a band called the Meshi that played. Don't know. They're like still my favorite band of all time. Yeah.
0: Oh and my! I used
1: God. to do one of their songs with them, and like get on stage and like play percussion. And and one of one of the dudes from that band is still, you know, one of my close
0: friends. That I don't know if you <laughs> saw my reaction, but it was much like a Scooby Doo, like doodly 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 yeah, man. That's so good. Oh my God. Now I'm like, I wonder if I've actually seen you performing before with them. Cause I was like, I haven't heard that name in so long. Cause I like, I play at the echo and like, I used to play it like power space a lot when it existed. Mm. And like, that was the other name. Yeah. That was like my little home away from home. And like, I've never, it's so funny. I like that What I blurted out was, oh, the smell bathroom. Why am I like <laughs> it's Like That's my like main memory of the smell. It's like, wow. No, it it. oh, that bathroom is really sure something. <laughs> I love it though. It was so, those formative years
1: in your twenties where like, I don't really care about being cool anymore, but the, the amount I would go to LA and hang out with people in the machine and I'd get back on my Facebook albums full of me just like hanging out at pair space and stuff, I was like, thank you. Like for you guys, it's just like whatever is where you are. But for me back here, made me look very cool. <laughs> <laughs> and also genuinely that band gave me the ethos that I still have to this day, which is like, they made the music for music's sake, as far as I could tell. And it was art, you know, and they cared about it. Because it was art, and and because it had to be like this is a long time before I discovered like, you know, contemporary art at all, really, which really influences me now. But it, they were some of the first people I met that really just cared about making the music, yeah. And they weren't like on a on a conveyor belt to like success. And and over here, it felt very much like if I get this, then I'll get this, and then I'll be on this, and then I like that horrible like what nextness. Yeah, of the music industry here, for some reason, just didn't. I might be having like a rose-tinted memory of, of of those guys, but they just lived and breathed the music. And still, when I'm a bit disillusioned, I think about John from the Maisie and how he's just devoted his life to making the art. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's what you want to do. It doesn't matter about you know what you're wearing to the Brits. You silly bitch. <laughs>
0: No, it it harkens back time like all of 5 minutes ago i'm like i ah, yes Pam, the distant past um when you were just like oh yeah pitchfork and i don't know if you saw like i literally like my eyelid twitched i was
1: like- <laughs> <laughs> exactly look it's like second nature to me to be like poor me but then even that yeah you know, like i have to strong arm myself into remembering to be an artist that doesn't care
0: about it <laughs> Yes, and like it's it's almost like it's so strange, especially now that there's like it's kind of like we're in a space of like there's no rules, and we're very clear that the old structures don't work, but no one's made new ones, so we're all just kind of like it's like the shruggy emoji. <laughs> yeah, very that it really is. Like I, guess, I don't know. I guess and I spend.
1: Hard. Sorry, sorry. Go on. No, you go on. <laughs> I Just I spend a lot of my time being like, let's reread the rule book about the industry, and then, but it's still so in um, powerful to say to me, um, mm, Pitchfork didn't, or like, um, mm, we need a TikTok. <laughs> <And> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. We need a TikTok. Right. Cause I'm just sort of a problem solver at my core, but then I have to go, hang on a minute. <laughs> right. But you know, if I can, Bowie didn't do TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to, I have to really right. push myself to remember my point.
0: Yep.
1: Yep. Same with like mindfulness and stuff. I don't know how you are with that, but I'm like, be in the moment. (laughs) Come
0: on, bitch. get Oh my God. I remember someone said to me, they're like, well, you know, in meditation, when like your mind goes blank. And I was like, I think you must live in a different mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm pretty content where I, I do meditate. I do also, like, I've done different mindfulness exercises. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty hype when we get down to maybe like two trains of thought. Like, we've never <laughs> been down from like, 17. Good. Like, I'm like, that for me is like, oh. Well, this is a quiet stroll through my mental landscape. And yeah. So- <laughs> yeah, this was a chill
1: way to be stressed for a bit and that's just get back to the normal level of stress. Thank you. Yes. yes.
0: Yeah. And like it's interesting to think about, you know, like, oh, well, but we didn't do any sort of TikTok. And I, I think about like talking to people during this time, especially because like like everyone has to be so online because the other option is like you're a uh, hermit in, in mm-hmm. instead of the podcast corner you're just in the, the banal yeah. corner yeah. <laughs> just the corner I'd be <laughs>
1: complaining if I was in the other corner to be I'm full of it you know but yeah sorry okay. carry on your thought
0: <laughs> oh, you're fine you're fine like it's <laughs> it's so strange though because like some people enjoy online and some people are like why am I online and it's fascinating to me like just untangling like what people like about it and what people don't like about it because some people are like oh I love making like creative stuff for socials and I'm like that's fascinating Mm -hmm. like what is that life like (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah I'm
1: like in the middle like I I feel like I I enjoy Instagram and stuff like that I enjoy communicating myself it's not like I'm like a total purist that refuses to engage and I you know I I do think we have to move with the times and (laughs) Do it, but for top for me, t- I find it very unusable. <laughs> mm. And I haven't got enough good ideas. And also to sort of piggyback on a trend and hope that makes your music fly is weird to me. I'm like, can't can't just the music speak for itself.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're like, can't the music like just be
1: music? Yeah, I work quite hard at that bit. So do I have to think of something for hashtag pancake day, you know? I don't <laughs> want to. <laughs> Just but you watch this space, I will. I have a leading TikTok with a pancake face. We are scoring Pancake Day. Yeah, mom, <laughs> yeah. you see me. You know, let me go viral. My life,
0: my fortunes will change. But oh, maybe. And, no. and even the idea of going viral—it's so strange. Like you know, like you were saying that it it appeared very glamorous because you were posting photos from Los Angeles. And like, I love mm-hmm. that. Like for you, it's probably just like another Tuesday and like it's weird because like coming from here i do sometimes have that perception of like the things i take for granted but then like people in the u.s like mythologize the uk
1: oh absolutely see i dined out on that a lot when i used to come over yeah a lot of people i you know i got a lot of um people chatting me up. <laughs> I'm saying this. And I'd be like, it's because I'm English, isn't it? <laughs> and it's because I'm leaving. <laughs> but, you know, when you're 22 and, you know, desperate for attention, it was great. But yeah, they they did. And uh, some one of the guys that we hung out with loved Pulp, who were from Sheffield. So I was, I remember being very like, you know, I don't know him, but... <laughs> I don't know Jarvis Cocker, but I'm happy for you to think of him.
0: <laughs> I very much, I, it was funny if you had told me a few years ago, like, so Pam, you're going to be trapped in your living room for like several years. Yeah. <laughs> but in cool news. You get to talk to strangers on the internet and then people mm-hmm. listen to your conversations. I'd be like, quoi. Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> like, that was all right. Yeah, I was like, okay, because right. yeah, I remember I I interviewed Jarvis, and it was like the funniest moment because I'm sitting there just like like this, kind of in you know wow. like my home, and I'm just like, well, this is certainly a strange turn of events. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man anything has now been possible there's no rules anymore
0: that's the that's the like good and bad thing is that I'm like everything's possible but also everything's possible um it's great mm, right mm, mm-hmm. normally like when I started this project like right before everything everything um, I was talking to people about how the multiple things they did like informed their identity. And now it's like we all do a gazillion things, but also nothing at the same time. And also mm. our identities have shifted, but like, are we being perceived? Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. And I'm like, I guess that kind of broadened the topic at least.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> you did. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: It's wild. And it's like you know, you spoke to the experience where you're like, Yeah, I did release an album. And I'm like, What has your experience been like being an artist during this time? Because I don't know about you, but like, I've felt alternatively like pressure to make things, pressure to not make things, pressure to just make sourdough. Like,
1: uh, yeah, that was Yeah. I weirdly responded kind of well to it. Obviously, it was awful, but I, it was the first time in my life I've not been worried about what everyone else is doing. And I know that's a kind of, You know, that's the thing we're talking about is that lack of the first real um, uh, reprieve from FOMO, you know, was weirdly great for me. And also taught me like half of my problem because I actually don't like being out all the time, all these things. I don't like doing it all. I am weirdly quite... Introverted, and I had no idea. The pandemic and how happy I was in it <laughs> made me. I, I really was like biggest light bulb moment, you know, of my life. But great because I was like, yeah. Well, I've I've cultivated this life for myself where I'm I'm making art full time. I, I, all these things I think I want. It, I don't think I do, and so it made me very grateful and really understand. What I like and what I don't like. So, you know, obviously I'm not I'm will never be like thank thank you, pandemic for all the terror and uh right. deaths. But that the that weird, you know, how odd it is that we had to stop. And I literally went to my mum and dad's house and like did a regression session up there for I, you know, I did six months with them wow. whilst doing therapy as well, where you would like I do <laughs> you like very much we it saved me some cash because <laughs> be like that parents bit that you do where you're like oh you understand that you know a lot of your shit comes from like what they're like Mm. good and bad you know and Mm. being it was like um exposure therapy because they were like my housemates (laughs) in a pandemic but yeah I, I and also I wrote a lot of the album before it hit and then I sat with the demos in that first wave and I, I unable to do anything with it because I'm like deeply terribly on tech like I do produce but I, I I don't can't do it myself I have to make a man <laughs> press the buttons obviously so obviously that's my least feminist attribute but yeah it's too late for me to understand it now but um so but I sat on the demos going uh you know realizing what I wanted and taking a lot longer forced enforced patience with the making of it and a. Uh, it meant when I got in the studio, I knew exactly what I wanted and I'd second-guessed it and gone back on it and got, you know, it, like, it really forced me to, because I can be quite, like, quick. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a quick decision-maker and I'm impatient. And then the second wave over here was, you know, we I just went and did the same again, but it was, like, a bit more bleak because it was winter. Yeah. And I sat with the, you know, unmixed album and the same again, you know, walking around the block. Freezing my tits off, listening to it going. I want that to get louder there. I want that to go there. Or I want that to come in there. And being so prepped when when we did go into the mix was kind of a revelation. That on the next album, I think we need to like enforce me into isolation (laughs) for me to get the same amount of like patience and thoroughness. You know, that ended up making the album.
0: Yeah, well, it. It speaks to that phrase, forced patience is fascinating to me. Mm. Mm -hmm. I am. Yeah. I'm so interested in then like now that it's done, how do you feel about it now that it's done, having gone through that process? Like, do you feel differently about this piece of work than you feel about other pieces that you've created because it was created so differently?
1: Yeah, I do. I do feel... Like my, my first album as a solo artist, I was like, this is incredible. And I am a genius. And I, you know, it was a struggle to get anyone to listen to it. And, you know, it definitely changed. I I was very happy with what happened because obviously it was quite difficult leaving a band and setting my stall out as somebody else. But for the most part, it was, you know, deemed not successful. And this album but, and I laboured over that, and I, I did, I, I tore myself in two over that, you know. Mm. And this one, I was, I've just been very chill. Yeah. <laughs> and even making it, I was like, "Is this? Have we? Is it finished? <laughs> like, it really was like, have we forgotten something? Like, it felt too smooth. Interesting. And I would never previously have trusted that. I've always thought you need to suffer to make it. Whereas what it what it and and this album sort of going down a lot better is proved to me is like to trust myself. To, I can absolutely trust myself, and that's the work. And I don't need to be like but 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 but. If that makes sense, like I've always been like, but if unless it takes forever, it can't be good. But that I now see that has not been true, and I've just done a soundtrack for a a play that's happening over here. I had one month to do it, and I was like, "There's no way I can do it in a month." And I've done it in a month, and it's been bliss. And I'm proud of it, and they're happy with it. And you know, it could well be something quite special. And I'm like, "Oh, cool!" So like, I get to enter the rest of my thirties in this. Like, oh, you can trust yourself. (laughs) Yeah, you might know what you're doing.
0: You might be on to something here. Mm.
1: <laughs> but as women, it's so hard, right? To be like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Listen to me. Well, for me, it has been, I've just been like, excuse me, uh, do you mind if we, maybe maybe this, or, or I have to convince people they've thought of it. You know, that's been oh, my oh life, God. is convincing men they've thought of it.
0: <laughs> um, In I order like, to get my idea fair. down, you know. Yes, and that's... But, yeah. That confidence in your own ability and your own ideas, like it's so funny because I I've thought much the same thing for a long time where it was just like, well, unless I've labored over it and 17 other people have approved of it and like all of this <laughs> stuff. And finally I'm like, or I could just make things, mm-hmm. mm. just make things. Well, that's what annoys me because that's
1: the place where men are generally coming from is like, I'm just going to make it. And I'm not saying like men don't get neurotic or second guess things, but there's a confidence and a quietness based around just not having to fight for a place in the world that that, that men get um and that's my point with all of this is like it took me to 32 to for everything to be quiet enough for me to be safe enough for me to feel comfortable enough and sure of myself enough to make a record that I'm not desperately second second guessing all the time whereas like you know especially in this country I don't know what it's like over there but over here is this mad confidence that men get yes. bred into them <laughs> that we don't get and, and I'm like and all these women are just like thriving their tits off in the late 30s because everything falls into place a bit and you're like oh hang on a minute I'm just yeah. as capable as you. Anyway, I'm on my soapbox. It's no. 6.30 over here. I'm. <laughs> it's
0: 6.30 and i on a long old day. I was like, I like this soapbox. Continue to stand on this soapbox and proselytize. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I do. Given I- half a chance, I will. But
0: yeah, so I, yeah, sorry.
1: I can't remember your question, but it, <laughs> I just feel, you know, I'm excited to see what happens next. Now I know that, I don't like going out (laughs) I'm confident in what I'm doing um and I'm not pretending anymore everything's just very real
0: yeah well freeing yourself of even those expectations like you said that it's like oftentimes we're kind of told we need to find our place in the world and then it's doubly as hard because then we're second guessing what our place is and so if you take away those constraints Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I can actually discover what my place is because now I'm not even like worrying about what other people think because no one's around. Mm-hmm. Um, like, in a way, it's like at first I was like, oh, it's kind of like taking the training wheels off. And then I was just like, well, no, sometimes the training wheels help. And then I was like, what about the bumpers with bowling? And then I was like, oh, no, I've still actually bowled into other people's lanes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm spectacularly bad at bowling. Um, so yeah, I like, yeah. I that's cute. there. <laughs> People well, apparently find it endearing. I'm glad that I'm like barely I'm like barely five feet tall. So people are like, oh, look at the look at the weird Pixie. She's she somehow bounced a bowling ball. We need to we need to bar her from the bowling alley. We need to make sure she cannot get in. She's they're, ruining this place. They're like whimsical, but maybe not what we need right now. <laughs> but it's like removing all of that. And also, like you said, that it's like people seem to at least what I've observed is in the past people discredited women the older we get because it's almost like we step into our own more and more and we're more confident and in a way like our field of fucks becomes fallow and we're Mm -hmm. just like I'm just doing my thing but that's when they're just like oh now she's old and difficult and I'm just Mm -hmm. like oh Mm -hmm. I am extremely interested in like old difficult women oh oh, (laughs) like that is like yes yes and like i i feel similarly that though the older i get and the more i make things the more confident i am in them and the more they actually resonate yeah then you're like actually in your power when you're making something instead of going mm. oh is this the right thing is mm. it the right mm. way? yeah it upsets me i wonder
1: what would what would i have made 10 years ago you know if i could live and not be scared every day but oh well We move.
0: (laughs) I was gonna say, I wonder the same thing sometimes looking back at do you ever look at the things that you made when you were like like almost like mid teenager onward, like that that like really tender kind of 16-year-old vibe. And Mm -hmm. I want to go back and be like, you're okay.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I do, I think about it all the time because I knew what to do then, you know, I knew I had all these ideas. I had so much creativity that I really just let all, all the people uh, mold really, you know, and it wasn't bad. You know, I made I made a lot of records with in a band with with someone who isn't a bad person, but it was like very by his um, what he wanted. You know, it had it went through his lens rather than going through mine. And but also, who knows? I, I I think like being successful, quote unquote, in in the way that I'm finding myself to be now is is so great at 35. You know. I I think I I'm using it for good (laughs) rather than me at 25 might have used it for like, you know, (laughs) I might have really, I can't even imagine what I would have done, but I, I can't, I don't think it would have been as, um, I don't think it would have been good for my brain cells. Is, <laughs> or my body.
0: <laughs> that is one thing I've noticed, like a weird perspective growing up in LA is like knowing so many people who found like, quote, success or fame at a very mm. young age. Mm. Mm. And Mid. it it's not that it like makes someone bad. It's just that it can it can skew certain parts of your experience of the world that then you never get back.
1: Exactly. Yeah so yeah yeah we we go on tour on sunday and i'm finally in a van with beds in and we where we we sleep and the the van drives through the night and and whatnot and i'm like that is so exciting and such a luxury for me that um in a way where you know if i'd made it quote unquote again on podcasting (laughs) um you know and and that would have happened 10 years ago then i'd be chasing the van with beds being like please can we afford it you know like I I'm very glad that artistically my trajectory has been like you know uh, slow and uh, and then success wise it has as well I think it's healthier (laughs) certainly for someone like me whose brain works overdrive
0: (laughs) (laughs) As someone with the brain zoomies, I I respect this. So I was like, (laughs) the brain zoomies in me, see? (laughs) Brain zoomies in you on this one. And yeah, it's like, it's it's very strange because like, I think about similar things where it's like, oh, what if I had had quote success earlier? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, then you actually have a foundation beneath you and then you feel good about doing things. Like, I'm so curious what it was like, like actually making the music for a production like that. Like, that's really unique.
1: Oh, for the play. Yeah. 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 I've loved it. It's been amazing. It's a um it's a one woman show about consent, essentially, which my album sort of the major theme is that like when you my my whole point about my music and me is like I want to live exactly how I want to. And mm-hmm. the things I've noticed over the last 30 years is that I'm sort of not allowed to. Because I'm a woman, and because I'm you know, all these things, and I still don't really have an answer for it. And the and the play is really aligned, like it's about the legal system, really, and and rape, and 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 the way you can't, you know, justice is very difficult for survivors, and yeah. how sort of skewed it is, and, and then also that grey area between uh, your consent and your and 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 your non-consent, and how often that is blurred and how often we just have to get on with that. And um so like thematically I was like, yes, I can <laughs> I've got you can literally use my album for it to be honest. <laughs> but um I love theater and I, I you know I I write stuff and I perform and act and things and it's been the perfect like gateway really because I they gave me scene by scene what they need, what they needed to feel like and I've just sort of sat and made the music and that's been a really enjoyable process because when I make records I'm like "Is there isn't a scene right. <laughs> unless I've written it you know and there isn't a um there isn't an agenda unless I've got it so sort of to be led by to interpret something mm-hmm. I've just found very enjoyable and sort of uh it's <laughs> a clunky word to use, but it's like easier. <laughs> it's easier than making my music. there's no choruses. <laughs> I'm like, where we go? how do we get to the bridge? I'm like, no, we just it's sort of meandering or or atmospheric or yeah, like just making a piece of music has been very enjoyable. And I say all this they could you know, I don't think they will, but they they could be like, we hate it. we need different stuff but um,
0: Hi, it's can- exciting.
1: And I get to go, you know, like the, the, Jodie Comer is the actress. I don't know, oh. she's she's ma amma- She's truly incredible. And you know, going to see something that will be brilliant anyway. But then also the music is music I made is really dream come true stuff. And I feel very legitimate. Yeah, it's a job. I got employed to do something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that feels good. Yes, you're just like stamp of validation. Can mm-hmm. you? <laughs> yeah, I'm employable. Who knew? <laughs> well, and I love the way you describe that. Like, I like writing to cues as well because mm. I love when someone's like, "Here's the emotion. Here's," and it's mm. like, so it's ready-made, and all you're doing is then you're conjuring how to express that musically, as opposed to conjuring the feeling, the storyline, like all of those things. Mm. All you're doing is being like, "Oh, how do I wrap it sonically? How do I how do I make sense of it?" Yeah, and I've so- enjoyed that. I really quite like it. Like I, some of my friends do a lot of like scoring work for TV and things like that. And I find it so intriguing because I was just like, mm. on one hand, it's a ton of work, like mm. all those mm. cues in time. But on the other hand, I'm like, that's so cool. Like, I really like doing that for the projects I've done because you're like, oh, I don't even have to bring up the emotions in me. I can relate to those emotions. Mm. And then I just have to be like, <laughs> what does that sound like?
1: <laughs> yeah. and it, But also with me, I don't know about you, but like, if I'm in the studio, um, I'm in the studio I'm in the studio, and then by the end of being in the studio, I'm so ready to play live. That, and then I play live, and then by the end of playing live for a while, I'm so ready to create again. And it's just sort of given me a different, um, you know, it's not been very long, but it's just I'm now, you know, I tour on Sunday, and I'm like that other part of me gets to, I feel ready for that. And I, and even though I've loved writing to a brief. I'm very excited to go in and write to no brief and my, but my own you know like I, mm-hmm. you have to sort of tease my subconscious into the next <laughs> bit of life and I'm like oh if you just force me into yeah like it's in it's another nice you know uh, yeah the skill set to have I guess and I'm glad I've got it there was no way of knowing if I did or not so
0: Yeah. And it's very different than like, I must confess, I'm way more of a studio rat. Like I will perform and I like performing, Mm -hmm. but I only like performing once I'm already on stage and doing it. Like my anticipatory anxiety is like three. I'm always like, leave house. Why? Why do (laughs) I leave piano here? piano mm. piano home <laughs> like, yeah 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 like, wow yeah my brain's just like why, why would I do that and then like like it's like the moment I start singing then I'm like oh this is the best and it's like it's the weirdest thing and like I'm so curious like what are you feeling in anticipation of touring again like I personally I haven't played live since like 2019 and I'm thinking about like what would it be like to play a show again and it's almost like I can't wrap my mind around it and I know it'll happen <laughs> mm-hmm. but my brain's just like like it's pulling up like an error 404 message
1: oh yeah <laughs> like... yeah it was funny and as soon as I did it I was like oh yeah this is it it's fine it's weird it all just comes by you'll be fine <laughs> yeah I'm just
0: like <laughs> like does not parse um and that's also interesting that you did acting as well like what did you act in and do you feel that that kind of like informs like your performances when you're performing musically yeah
1: I've always like dabbled in it and done a few I've only had a few jobs I've not done (laughs) loads but I I'm taking it a bit more seriously now but um but it's always been a sort of partner thing to me in the same way as as what I was saying it's like I love to just interpret someone else's work mm-hmm. as an artist or I love to write it and, and do it myself. And one informs the other often. And, and, but yeah, I, as self-esteem, I feel like it's very authentically me, but the, the, I'm not acting, but I am using what it takes, what what I would use when, when acting, which is like taking it seriously and, really believing it in the moment I don't know if that makes yeah. sense but like being in an indie band for so long where you're just so discouraged from being serious or yeah. taking yourself seriously or you know low. being in an indie band with, with loads of guys uh, and being like the artist that I am was yeah like it it weirdly an acting job to I had to act like I didn't care Mm -hmm. and act like Mm -hmm. I was nonchalant and act like I was subtle Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've just said my training was very good whereas now when I perform it's myself it is myself but I take yeah it's got a gravitas that that I sort of learned from acting I guess to be like this is what I'm doing yeah you've got to you know you got to look at it or you can leave which which indie music doesn't do the whole ethos I think of indie music is to be like yeah whatever I'm accidentally doing this and I that just never went down with me well
0: yeah it's (laughs) very
1: badly in that arena
0: (laughs) like what sprang to mind was it's like kind of it's almost like false modesty where it's like cuz mm-hmm. everybody does practice that's the thing is i don't mm-hmm. know any indie musicians like i was even thinking about like oh gosh like every show that i've seen like the echo and like <laughs> like every show i've played with different bands they're like all different stuff it's just like everybody does actually like put effort in but like there's no shame in putting effort in and caring about what you do and i i don't know where that attitude came from mm-hmm. i wish I, I knew where it's like you know it's okay to like take pride in what you're doing and show up authentically instead of being like, Oh, this is nothing. It's just like a thing that like I made and like, I don't really care if you like it. And you're just like, well, no, you obviously do. You're on stage doing something. Yeah. You obviously can hear.
1: That's the thing that's never made sense to me. And that's the thing that like pop music taught me in a way was like, you know, Beyonce, Rihanna, all that stuff that, you know, I had to pretend I didn't listen to. Uh, Gaga especially like if anyone's taking themselves seriously <laughs> and I'm just like whether you like it or not it's why not you know art is so none of us have to make it we don't need any more songs <laughs> we don't need any more paintings <laughs> we don't need any more of it so if we're going to do it why act like you didn't mean to or yeah, or you're not that bothered I, I yeah it's, it's it, and that's why I, I you know I love about what I do now it's like a show and I rehearse and I try hard and it's important that you care that I did <laughs>
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well I mean even thinking about the name that you chose like thinking about self-esteem and thinking about like having that belief in yourself it's kind of like what turned over in my mind was I was just like, oh, well, I guess if you try to pass it off, like you don't care about something that might soften rejection. If other people don't care, mm-hmm. whereas if you care, that might actually make you vulnerable and open mm-hmm. you to the idea that some people really resonate with what you're doing and some people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, it's having the confidence in yourself and the self-assuredness to be like, not everybody is going to like this, but that doesn't mean that I shouldn't be invested in it. Um, yeah yeah which you have
1: to have some self-esteem to do it turns out (laughs) (laughs)
0: like turns out that helps a bit Um, (laughs) because I love that even as like like when I'm going through like different like band names and looking at stuff like you can tell who's like naming things kind of like ironically and like mm -hmm. I don't know how to put it other than like, I'm going to be so excited when irony goes out of style. It's been (laughs) so Yeah, Yeah.
1: Well, band names are stupid. That's the issue. And so uh, like doing, uh, like they become self, they become good by the work, I think like, but I called it self-esteem without really thinking. I thought it was just a cool, I used to say sex appeal or self-esteem were good band names and, I just chose one of them, and then, you know, it's the most intense manifestation ever that I didn't realize was happening. It was you know, I had none. I had no self esteem. My 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 twenties. I was like, eh, whatever. I hate myself. Well, that was my vibe, and it, because because I was a dickhead or whatever. But like, it's it's so counterproductive, <laughs> and then. You know, I'd still call it self esteem, still being like, yeah, whatever, and because it, you know, I don't know why. It's just like that's what helped me fit in or something. And then over over the course of making music under that moniker, I'm like, I've got a lot of self esteem for the first time ever, and it's improved my life drastically. And I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> so <know>. yeah. <laughs> I keep saying this in interviews, but I'm like, I'm going to call my next band. Loads of money. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. And then I'll be like, oh, I didn't have
0: any money and now I've got loads. I've got, got loads of money. <laughs> you know? Oh my god. that's well when you said that it it sparked in me like the power of words and the power of what we call ourselves and the way that we speak of ourselves mm-hmm. like not to get like woo-woo white lady. but it's like it, like, <laughs> like I'm from Los Angeles. I, I grew up with a oh, I love it. outside my home I, I have an excuse. <laughs> I love it a lot <laughs> Hit me with it. I'm just like yes. Um, what did someone say to me? They're like, "Is it manifestation or is it white lady privilege?" And I'm like,
1: hmm. <laughs> "Honestly, so true." That's why I like use sparingly as a term. But yeah. He-
0: But it's, it does inform how you behave and maybe what you do, because if you're speaking of yourself in a certain way, you're going to start embodying that. And people are going to react to how you're, then it becomes an interaction. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. constantly you're referring to yourself as Mm self-esteem, like you're gonna, you're gonna have that. Like
1: it's it's (laughs) magical. It has. And I'm still, you know, I still go through weird spells of the old me or whatever you want to call it, but it doesn't last as long. And it, it you know, I think honestly, though, it's not just calling it self-esteem. That's been great. The band, the, the the women in my band are so empowering and so amazing to play with people who love you, you know, and, and, yeah. uh, uh, and, and then being taken seriously at all has changed my life, you know, like, uh, 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 and then you add in, therapy and aging (laughs) the perfect storm is a a terrifyingly confident self-assured woman is here on a podcast telling you what she thinks about the world
0: Uh, ah we've created a monster I I called it um I just had a birthday recently and entered a new decade which is so exciting and I said to one of my friends I was just like I feel as though I'm channeling immortal bog witch energy
1: yes (laughs) yes do it it's it's my new mo though i'm like the one thing we're all obsessed about not doing is aging and it's absolutely the only thing that's going to happen to it that's the only certainty so i refuse to go into it (laughs) sad or worried or trying Mm -hmm. to stop it because it's just such a shitty use of my time and it's so you know yeah i hang out with men you know sometimes (laughs) i let them near me (laughs) And, um, you know, they're so unbothered by that. And it doesn't worry them. Same with like children and all that sort of thing. Yes. Like, sure, no, there's just a, such a gulf between us in terms of like how you have to see the world. And yeah, my new plan is to, I want to make records as long as Chris Martin does, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> That's the thing is like, it, I don't know how to put it other than like sometimes I look around me and I see like these extraordinary accomplished women, these like, just paragons of intellect and beauty and then like I look at men sometimes and I'm like oh it's like a a thumb with a toupee on it like they just carried on yeah and they're just doing their thing and I'm like you are unbothered being a thumb (laughs) hey like like, like, okay (laughs) no offense
1: to 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 people who identify as men but yeah you do it's it's a different it's a different experience of being alive and I'm like I refuse refuse to yeah not get from what life why what, I, what exactly. everyone else gets you know
0: i want more of that unbothered energy so i can use my energy yeah. to do other things and mm-hmm. when you said that like you had female band members now i was also thinking i was like hey if you need any female producers and then here. Ooh, I'm like, good to know yes I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna
1: come out after i'm coming out in march but then we're gonna come out and i'm, I'm gonna try and do some writing and stuff so yes yeah. let's do it
0: babe. Just like tiny let pop. me get that piano <laughs> and like i was thinking in london do you know um do you know katherine davies the anchoress oh i don't know her personally i know one of her though yeah, yeah like i should connect you to because she also yeah. phenomenal. like wow at really? her in la ages and ages ago and like she and i just like remained in touch and her production work is also just like her attention Ooh. to detail like blows me away every time I'm just like
1: wow yeah amazing like, yeah great
0: so yes know that i'm making tiny plotting hands love it <laughs> like... and will you be you'll be around will you be in la when i'm there in um yeah
1: um, look let me check yeah um yeah come to the show let me like put you on the list and all that
0: oh, yeah. just,
1: um where am i i was like where I am
0: i Hang on, New York. LA Moroccan Lounge. Oh, the Moroccan lounge is great. I used to play there. It? it uh it used to be called Bordello. They had this like crazy, looked almost like, like 1920s uh burlesque vibe. And then they redid it to this like beautiful kind of like Moroccan Turkish lounge thing. Like it's, it's the same building. Um mm-hmm. and, like the sound is good the stage is good. Like everything there is just like, like, I like playing there. Cause you're just like, Oh, this is everything I actually need in a venue. Right. <laughs> Love to hear that. Yes. There's a stage and lights. There's That's a sweet. stage, there's lights. The room sounds good. It's like not too big. It's not too small. There's right. like a room area. There's like, there's everything that you would actually want. Unlike the smell, mm-hmm. the bathrooms are... <laughs> Not a portal to another dimension. <laughs> oh, where else would we go? We'd go
1: to this bar that, ha- oh God, what's that bar called? It was all red.
0: Hmm.
1: Everywhere was red. And there's a, <laughs> this is a bad podcast. <laughs> there is a, um, you know, a
0: photo machine. Oh, the cha-cha. The cha-cha, oh. <laughs> like you were probably at the cha-cha or the shortstop. I was like, <laughs> We would go there all the time. I will. I'll like I, So,
1: my buddies that obviously were like, I was going there with now, we're all like in our third, like, mid to late 30s. Like, I wonder if we still go to the cha cha, but I'll find out.
0: Well, we've started, it's, I don't know if you've been experiencing it there, but like here, Um, kind of much the same as like how the music industry is like surprise, no rules. Does anyone know what's going on? Absolutely Mm. not. Um, that's kind of the vibe, also, for better or worse, with everything going on in the states, where it's like we didn't have like a unified response to any of this, and it's only gotten more like fractured as time has gone on. And so, in a way, it's almost like county by county, but even like within LA County, there's different places where it's like some people are going out, some people aren't, like all this different mm. stuff and it's this feeling of like wh- how how do we do this next and like I realized I was like I haven't been back in a photo booth like I hadn't even thought of that That I was like, <laughs> like yeah it's an inherently LA thing to
1: not be doing anymore yeah yeah wow I- so you guys are a bit behind yeah it's like oh free for all here now it's just like must off, do what you want it's, but, it's
0: a little bit of both. Like some people are free for alling, some people aren't. I think it's because there's such like, even by neighborhood, there's such diversity and mm, just such mm. a spectrum of people like mm-hmm. that. It's so interesting when people try to say like, oh, people in LA are like, you know, whatever they say people in LA are. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's maybe like a a group in LA mm. but it's really mm. like this microcosm of, of everybody and so there are some people who low-key there are people that have like basically acted like this wasn't happening the entire time
1: My, it's so It's um,
0: which is just like um but then like you know there's people who are still like basically like it's like March 2020 so there's this whole yeah, yeah. I think the weirdest was like there was Clearly, I'm not a sports person. I was just like, there was a giant football game. And I was like, Pam, it's called the Super Bowl.
1: Uh, <laughs> All these people met up with a bowl.
0: Yes. And, <laughs> and there was traffic. Like there, And wow. I remember like driving around and seeing people outside. And like I even thought to myself, I was like, what is happening? There are humans gathering. <laughs> what, what is occurring? Like, <laughs> like Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's so strange seeing things like kind of like sturdy stoppy sturdy but yeah yeah, like that was like a seminal experience in my 20s for sure in LA like I still have photo strips like I'm sure in like you know one of my drawers of just like going out and that's what you do is you always go and like take photos in the photo booth with your friends there's one there there's one like Mohawk Bend there's like it's like there's ones in different areas like you can oh yeah there's one in a bar like um in Verdugo like there's just all the different yeah I was like that really is an LA thing there's so many like
1: there's so many girls in my band and we're all so (laughs) similar that like an LA photo booth will be very intimidated by how much we'll be going in it (laughs) it's a very you know you'll you'll see what I mean but yeah it's me I'm excited I am I started the pandemic in LA I was in I was out because we were just about to go south by March 2020 yeah. Oh. And, um, I was staying with my, my friends in LA and in their hot tub <laughs> as we were like, should I get a flight <laughs> back to the UK? And we weren't sure. Cause it, you remember it was like, oh, maybe it'll be a few weeks. That's fine. And part of me was like, I'll stay with Roxanne for a few weeks. This'll be fine. <laughs> but then, yeah, I was just like, oh man, it got really real, really quick. But yeah, so it's nice to come back. I'll be back and I'm going to, you know, literally start where I left off, which was an LA show and then go into a South by. So let's try again
0: two years later. That's and that's so fascinating that you're almost like plotting the same, like the same course, but like Mm -hmm. after everything that you just went through, I'm like, whoa, it's the same thing, but you're a different version of yourself.
1: Absolutely. I really am with a with a record that's, you know made such a difference and yeah. it's cool you know in the grand scheme of like trusting the universe and you know I always struggle with being one of those people but I am you know more and more I am like trying to trust what comes to me and how it how it all rolls out and yeah it's interesting yeah. and you've got to, I'm just trying to be grateful and uh and and uh go for it you know
0: yeah that's I mean that's really beautiful that you get kind of like like a take two
1: yeah I do in a really different way and yeah I've been I mean even being on this podcast you've made me realize that (laughs) so thank you I owe you 65 pounds for a counseling session I didn't didn't get this week because yeah I should just be like you know no no You know, I shouldn't be intimidated by coming out there. I shouldn't be trying to make up America like me. I should just be grateful I'm there at all. Just
0: come out and enjoy. Just be like, oh my gosh, I get to go in a photo booth. I do. (laughs) I do. It's going to be lovely. I can't wait. I can't wait to buy expensive things
1: I don't need in bougie places in LA. Oh yes, get a candle. (laughs) Well, I have a story in LA when I, just before... So the, the time I came before, the last time I came, when I was still in my old band and I went to one of those shops with those candles um, that say, you know, the prayer candles. Mm-hmm. Well, and they say, you know, wealth and prosperity and, and things like that. And I and I held health and success mm-hmm. <laughs> candles in my hands and they were heavy. So I was like, I can only get one. <laughs> it before I went solo or anything and I put health back on the <laughs> Oh. And, bought, and bought success and i've still got it to this day it's very important to me and um yeah just oh. always thinking, oh. so maybe this time i'll come back and i'll get health <laughs> just to cover all
0: bases there we go there we go that's i was just like the even just the analogy you're like and then i put health back on the shelf and yeah. i was like oh that boded poorly because <laughs> <laughs> so, now i would absolutely choose health <laughs>
1: I guess that's what hits you in the face. Oh I don't know. Oh my
0: gosh. But yeah. <laughs> well, well, you got to come back. You got to go to the candle shop. So I was just like, already, I'm just like, ooh, I have producers that I want to introduce you to. Yes, I'm brilliant. So like, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Let's please
1: keep in touch. Yeah. Cause I'm going to be coming out a lot. Yeah. So I'd love to, yeah. like, let's do some work and
0: yeah, come to the show. I'm doing a little awkward, awkward shoulder shimmy. <laughs> <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> Oh, you've been so generous with your time. I really appreciate you hanging out in podcast corner. No, it's lovely, palm. It's been lovely to meet you. Oh, it's- thank you again for listening to this episode of Why Not Both. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to like us and subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform. You can also come hang out with us on social media. We are at WNB the podcast, both on Instagram and on Twitter. This season, we are brought to you by Under the Radar magazine. Under the Radar is a nationally distributed print, music, and entertainment magazine and website. You can find them at www.undertheradarmag.com and feel free to support them on Patreon. Extra special thanks to our producer, Laura Studeris, who is literally a rock star. Thanks again, and I look forward to seeing you next episode. (laughs)
1: i <laughs>